dominating Amazon ads in the 2020s with special guest Mark Recklau on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by SEM Rush. Started in 2008 with one mission, to make online competition fair and transparent with equal opportunities for all. To find out how SEM Rush can help you compete with the big boys, go to servenomaster.com backslash SEM Rush today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. We have an amazing guest who's really digging deep into the realm of Amazon ads, which is something that I was talking about a few years ago. I've shifted a lot of what I'm doing. And so I don't talk about Amazon ads as much as I used to, but he's really showing some amazing opportunities in this interview. It got me excited. The first thing I did after this phone call was reactivate some of my old Amazon ads campaigns because I was so excited by what he was making happen and accomplishing. So if I get excited, I know you guys are getting excited. He's going to talk about really simply just dipping your toe in the water to Amazon ads for self-published authors, how to translate your books and open new markets with new audiences and how to find amazing tools or people to help you this process and how he went from jobless to self-published in a successful, financially successful, best-selling author. So without further ado, Mark, let's take it away. Welcome to this session. I'm so excited to have Mark McLeod here. He's live from his boat, He's giving us a special presentation. He's the author of 10 different books, and he has an international bestseller, 30 Days to Change Your Habits, Change Your Life, which has been sold and downloaded over 200,000 times around the world since April of 2015. It's been translated to over 15 languages, including Spanish, German, Japanese, Russian, Thai, Indonesian, Chinese, Portuguese, and even Korean. He wrote the book in 2014 after being fired from his job, and he went from jobless to bestseller, which is, of course, the title of his second book. And Mark's mission is to empower people to create the life they want and to give them the resources and tools to make it happen. He writes about habits, productivity, and happiness. His message is simple. Many people want to change things in their lives, but few are actually willing to do a simple set of exercises constantly over a period of time. But you can plan and create success and happiness in your life by installing habits that support you on the ways to your goal. And we're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being here today, Mark. Thanks. Excited to be here. Awesome. So we mentioned some of your amazingly successful titles and they're self-published, right? Can you tell us why you chose self-publishing instead of the traditional route, trying to find an agent and all that? Yeah, um, for many reasons. First of all, I, when I wrote my book, I was so in, like, so unknown. I was unknown. So I, it was the kind of only way. Second was time. You know, I didn't want, I mean, I didn't want to spend one year to find an agent to take another year to find a publisher. I just wanted to get right off the market. I knew already this was in 2014 that there were some success stories on with Kindle publishing. So I just tried it. First half year, nothing happened. Then I got a book pub deal and then things started taking off. Okay. So tell me about the book pub deal. That was really what gave you that initial kickstart. That's very Absolutely. interesting. Absolutely. So I got a book pub deal uh, after half a year of not selling a lot. And in a couple of days, I got 40,000 free downloads. Those 40,000 free downloads translated in later in, in lots of sales. So I think after the book pub deal in the next two, three months, I made like $8,000. So that was awesome. And then I made a, I got another book pub deal. So I really started out with three book pub deals in a row. 
And I thought, yeah, that's it. I'm out of it. This, this goes. Built my business around BookBub deals. And then after two years, I noticed, oh, well, maybe I can't count on BookBub deals because they got less and less. So, and then I had a little bump. But by that time, thanks to the huge downloads, I mean, I had, in total, I had like over 100,000 downloads on Amazon, 120,000 with my BookBub deals. The first international publishers got um, noticed me. And then I got some foreign deals. So, I mean, it was like, okay, I was make, I was living off the writing, or, but maybe two years later I found out maybe I was not living from the writing. I was just burning $1,000 of my saving every month. So I had to regroup again. And then I started learning Amazon ads thanks to a course from Mark Dawson. And that was a year and a half ago. And that's when it really took off. Thanks to Amazon ads, now I'm, I'm earning money. I'm saving money every month, so I'm not burning away my my savings anymore and it's kind of controllable i have steady income as you said also it's also i have more books we all know you know it's difficult to make a lot of, to make a living with two books when you have 20 books it's it's getting easier right and yeah and that's so until now so the last one and a half years i just concentrated on amazon ads and making writing more books okay that's really interesting let me ask you about that um how often do people go, read all 20 of your books? Are you noticing that because you have more books, you find a customer and then they read multiple books in your series? Is that making a difference? Or are you constantly looking for that new customer? Absolutely. So I have to tell you, so I have 10 books in, the, in English. I have a, I'm very lucky because I speak Spanish also and German. So I had my, I started with Amazon ads in Spanish a year ago when they started, when they rolled out, I was in a beta test group and I noticed right away, wow, this is working. So I, I, I translated more of my books into Spanish. So right now I have like 20, 25 books. I don't even know the correct number, but it's exactly that. The more books I have, the more I sell. And the read-through, I'm even not quite um, sure about it because we as nonfiction authors, we have a, a big advantage to our, to our f- friends who write fiction because the fiction writers usually, they, add, they advertise book one in a series. So they write three or four series, advertise book one, and then can see the read through. I advertise every single one of my books because it doesn't matter where you start. I have also made a series, the Change Your Habits, Change Your Life series. It's seven books, but no matter where you start. So, and the fun thing is, what I see, I draw in readers because I have a book for example, Thirty Days is my super best-selling book about habits. But I have a book about human relationships, people magnet. It's called. I have books about gratitude about about what else loving oneself self-esteem and i notice i draw in readers that probably wouldn't have read 30 days but they read the self-esteem book and then maybe they say oh i like this guy so i'm going to read another book from him so i can really see how whenever i i publish a book all my books get like a boost i would say like my average reader reads surely at least three books of mine Maybe more. I have people who write who write to me and I say, "Look, I loved your book. I'm going to buy all your other books, even if I don't read them. But I want to support you. I think you're a nice guy, and that's a way I can support you." And I'm like, "Thank you, awesome." So, what I'm keep moving is like now I started translating every all of my books in German because I'm hearing from many people that the German market ad is also amazing with ads. You can be a total unknown person. You you. You translate your books to German. You start running ads to them. Ads, Amazon ads in Germany 
in Spain are a lot cheaper than in the US. So US is the most competitive market. So if your ads are working in the US, they're probably working in Germany and in the UK uh, and all these other countries. So that's interesting. How can someone get their books translated? I know it's something that I've tried in the past and not had great success with, so I'm very interested in that. How can people get their book translated? Um, I find my, I mean, I'm lucky, so I translated them myself, but you you can find translators on Upwork, on Fiverr. I found out, for example, I did it all myself, but now I found for the German books, I, first I found a proofreader and she was doing really, really well because in Germany, in German at least, I, you know, when I'm, I write in English, but somebody proofreads it, but I can't see if, it's, if they have done a good job or not a good job. Same in Spanish. I can, I can translate my book to Spanish. I take a native proofreader, but I don't know if it's good. But in German, I can see it. So the girl uh, did my proofreading. I, I loved it. I asked her, are you translating? And she said, yeah, I'm also translating. I said, okay, let's do this. Then why not let you translate everything? So I think Upwork, Fiverr, and really I would say search a little bit because also, you know, in translating, you can go from, let's say for a 30,000 words book, you can go from $500 to 3,000. You know, translators are very, very expensive. Um, if, you le- if you don't want to spend three or 4,000, you have to look a little bit closer. And do your due diligence, watch all the, the reviews they have and everything. Because uh, for you, it's like for me in English or Spanish, if you, of course, translated a book to German, how are you going to know if it's well or not, right? So, but it's the same thing. And so usually you have to think, okay, you need a translator and a proofreader. But in my case, I just ask her because many times, they do both things. And of course, now she's translating it and she's at the same time proofreading it. So I'm kind of saving also a little bit of money. So, And that's what a lot of people is doing now. Eh? The, the translators have a lot of work now because, I mean, even if you spend 3000 I mean, start with your best books to translate them, right? I, so I took my English books that are best-selling. Funnily, also in Spain, it's the same books for my, my best-selling books. So of course, I took those three and let them translate into German because I'm thinking probably also those will be selling very well in Germany. And then the other ones I will translate later. But Okay. That's really interesting. I'm very excited about it because I've been thinking about doing some translation stuff. And you talked about doing Amazon ads and that's really interesting too. Are you finding a lot of success still in American Amazon ads or are you mostly focused in the European theater now? Everywhere. So it's very funny because I make now good five figures with my ads. I was building it up. So I start July to 18 when I started. I was making on Amazon $1,000 a month, not enough to live. And now I multiplied my sales by 16 to 20. So I'm making good money right now. And, but it, and it's very funny. Exactly. I fly under the radar. So I don't sell extremely well in the U.S., Many of my friends are selling more. I don't sell extremely well in Spain. Friends of mine sell more. I don't sell extremely well in no market, but together I'm making 16, 18, 20 cases, which is amazing. So I think when you, if you are doing well with the US, I'm still monetarily, I'm making most in the US. So in the US, I might make like 60%. But 
in the other countries, I make less, but I also spend less. So, so for example, if we're talking about the ACOS, for example, ACOS in the US now is like 45%. Spain was 20 for a long time. Now it also rose. Germany is like 35. So you know, click costs are a lot cheaper, as I said before, in Germany, Spain, UK. So if you have been doing at in the US, you will be really well prepared for the other international markets doing the same. So I'm not even using copy because some people say, okay, but I don't speak German. I can do copy text. I say, I'm not using copy text in my ads since, since a year because it's just like the standard thing. And I, I leave it to Amazon, do the, put the ad where you want with my keywords. I don't, I don't care about the positioning and it works. So from, because for me, the only thing I'm really looking at is how much do I spend every day on ads and how much am I earning every day on ads? And as long as that number is, North of 300, 400, it's great. When, it, when I started, it was 30, 40 euros a day that my net gains. And, and then it just built up gradually. As I said, it it's took me one and a half years. Maybe you can do it quicker, but it needs time. Okay. Now, you built this career. It sounds like things are really turned around the last year, which is really wonderful. I'm glad you're having that success. And we talked a little bit about before the call about how you have this independent streak. You live on a boat, you do your own thing. And personal freedom is so important to you. And it's important to me as well. That's why I live in basically the middle of nowhere at what I call the edge of the world. Um, when did you decide or how did you decide that you, you wanted to help other people achieve the same thing? How did that become part of your journey that you want to help other people have financial freedom and uh, financial independence? I think it's the same thing like for you. You know, it's like we're doing something, we notice it works and then you'll be like, Kind of, I see all, all our, the writers, we are kind of altruistic and we are like, well, okay, let's, you know, show other people. I mean, we have the knowledge already. We probably have written it down somewhere and then just do it. And now it's, of course, because we're now talking in a situation where the world is on lockdown. And we, we said before, as writers, our lives don't change hugely because most of the time we are locked away anyway, writing books and just going out to do some necessary things. And then the thing is, um, now we, I also see a lot of worries around us because shops are closing, restaurants, bars are closing, and they don't know when to... And we are kind of like, okay, you know, it, quarantine, but the books keep running, the online courses keep running. So it is really um, a great model. So for me, it was not a decision. It was my just kind of part of the journey. It's the same thing, you know, when I started five six years ago, I wanted to be a, co- I wanted to be a coach. I wanted to be, to sell coaching. I wanted to coach people. I wanted to do speaking gigs and everything, but it just kind of didn't work. You know, it's like when I was analyzing my numbers, so it's always a nice extra money. But when I was analyzing my, my numbers, most always came on of books, foreign rights. And so, so after a while I said, okay, I mean, if I'm spending, where does my money come from? When 80% of my money come from books, so I will decide to spend 80% of my time on books, which for me means writing more books, translating books, making audio books, uh, promoting books. And then just when I started this and I got more and more sales, now the other stuff comes up and it's a nice extra money, you know? So when now the checks come in from the international t- publishers, um, it's nice. It's, you can't live from it. You can depend on it because some pay, some pay next year. You never know. But it's a nice money to, when it comes to invest, to save, to pay some 
extra bills or whatever. But my main business is really is Amazon. Is right. This is where I noticed I could more or less get a steady flow of income and everything else, affiliate sales, et cetera, et cetera, is extra, which is also highly appreciated, of course. So authors like us, you and me, we build our business around our writing. You know, writing is what I do. I was just working on a new book over the weekend and sending it to my editor, which I'm very excited about. But can you give us a little insight on how you got started and what you see are the important steps into someone who's trying to build a career as an author, someone who wants to replicate your success? Yeah, I know how I got started. I, mean, I don't know if you knew I was jobless. So I lost my most important excuse, which is I don't have time. And I studied self-publishing. I knew about the success stories. And I said, okay, I was still, in that moment, I was still thinking I will be a coach. And I said, okay, a coach with a book is better than a coach without a book, right? A book is a, is a great tool for us, for our branding, for, to differentiate us from other people who do the same profession. So I just wrote. And then with time, I just noticed that everything was going there. You know, it was the kind of the easiest thing to do. Um, it's difficult to describe. You will notice it because for other people, it can be other things. But that's just how it happened. So then I said, okay, I'm going to keep on writing. And ah, yeah, and the, the second thing is learn from the best. My best are really the best uh, things. So you need to invest money. I noticed that because when I got my first book pub deal, I think it was 500 $500, and I was living on $800 jobless welfare. So it was really a huge chunk of the money who came in. I had my savings, everything was fine, but it was a huge decision to make. I made the decision, and the money came back 10 times or, or 15 times, so great return on investment. And when I was re really not doing very well, which was yeah, now two years ago, I said, it, this can't go on like this anymore. I was get, selling less and less. Visibility was going away. And I said, okay, what, what, are, the, what are the successful authors doing? You know, St Steve Scott, household name in the nonfiction, uh, who was, they always said he's selling between 20 and 60,000. I said, what is he doing differently? I bought his course. Then there's the Englishman Mark Dawson, a thriller writer who made, by that time, was making $250,000 a year. Okay, what is he doing, right? Uh, and then I was looking what they were doing and I was like, wow, it's great. They're not doing so much differently from me. The only thing they have is they have like 10, 20 or more books. They have always a book on promotion. So they always have a book on 99 cents. That's why I like the 99 cents and the free giveaways from us. So not, because to draw in new leader and then really investing a lot of money in ads. Then I learned ads from Mark Dawson. And then I noticed, wow, it's the same. So what I'm, well, I really would say, yeah, learn from the people who, who are already there and keep investing. So also when, so when I bought Mark Dawson's course, I was so poor, I couldn't even pay it one down. I needed to get the payment plan, which is so many great courses. You can get a payment plan on 50 or $70 and it might feel a lot, but this course that cost me, I don't know, a thousand dollars has brought in the money. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I made nearly six figures last year. I, if nothing else bad happens, I will make six figures surely this year. I can tell you that already. So, so sometimes you have to invest and you learn from the best, learn from people who are already there and of course have proven success because you know how it is. Nowadays, everybody sells you a course on 
on how to get successful with, with books. And most of them don't sell a lot of books. They sell a lot of courses. So it's better to buy the course from somebody who's actually really a household name in in the self-publishing um, industry like you, for example, right? And they can check us out on 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 Amazon and they see our books there and then they, then they can make their decisions. But it's definitely the, one of the most important things is learn from other people. What is the mindset one should keep while going through their career as both an author and an entrepreneur or a coach? What's the mindset? For me, the mindset change was really the incredible thing. So the business mindset, yeah? I think the same time when I started, that this finally started working and I was not burning savings anymore was when I, I really changed the mindset and become a very number person. With them, um, I like to help people. I like to help people. That's why I do it. But I love the money too, you know. So you have finding a balance for that. And um, yeah, when I just said so, like I said before, so for me now, as a businessman, business mindset, I had to say, okay, I need more products. Every product adds to my bottom line. Audiobooks, paperback books, ebooks. That's my my core business, right? Uh, Every day I want to get, I know I have to invest heavily. So I am now between, I'm now in, investing between six and $10,000 in Amazon ads every month. Depends on how much Amazon takes. If they want 20, I give them 20 because it's just so, because when you figure out, when you know your numbers, that's also this thing, when you know your numbers and then suddenly notice that maybe every dollar you in, invest in some ads, yeah, Amazon, Facebook, whatever, and you see you will always get $2 out, then you need to put in the more money. And many authors say, oh, now Amazon, they're so mean. They already take 30% of what my book costs, and now I have to pay them advertising, and they will get even more money from me. But this is not the, the right mindset. The mindset is, if I pay Amazon $1 and I get $2 out, then I want to give Amazon as much money as I can. It's like a, it's like an ATM because go to your bank and try. Go to your bank and give your bank $1,000 and look what they give you in a year. And you will probably have $1,010. So that's some really good advice. You've actually got me thinking I'm going to go back in and redig into my Amazon ads because I have it really been focusing on there because I've been focusing on some other. What I'd love to know is what's your current big project and what can we expect from you in the upcoming months? What's ahead for Mark Reclau? Yeah, Mark Reclau was a little bit lazy in the last month because he he got so much. Christmas business was awesome. The ads were working. So I was mostly also kind of, and it's also business mindset. So I was like, okay, ads are going so well. And I noticed that the more ads I made, the more money is coming. So I was concentrating a lot of on ads. It went so far that in January I had complete lack of liquidity because I was putting everything into ads. But thank God, after 60 days, I got some nice transfers from, from Amazon. So now I'm putting in an, an ad and I have like five books on the line. Uh, one is in translation. One is written, but I don't find a title yet. So, and I'm like, since two months without finding a title because I have a great title. But um, the title already exists from a Spanish author. It's a similar book, and I don't want to, you know, I, I mean, I could even take it in, in English, but it just doesn't feel right. It just doesn't feel right. So I say, okay, I will, I will think a lot, a lot more about the title. Then I will, the German 
books are okay. I have titles, so that I will roll out two German books in the next two months. I will put out, put out my English book, and then I will thank because the the pre-order. You can also now put books on pre-order a long time before. So I will probably put the book after that, which will be about minimalism. I think minimalism order and all this. Uh, I think I will just put it on pre-order for launch in September. Haven't written a word yet, but it's like it's also good, you know. With a pre-order, you can you can like build up pressure. This, you know, this okay. The deadlines. So, because you can't mess up a pre-order. If you mess up a pre-order, you can't do a pre-order anymore for a year or so. And I don't want that. So, that's that's the thing. So I will so finish one book, which will be out. Well, I just did a title, so that could be out like next month or whatever. Roll out a German, two, three translations, put another book on pre-order for September. And with that, I think I, I'll be quite busy. That's amazing. One final question before we close out is, what would be your message to those who are just stepping on the road to changing their lives and their careers? Be patient. It takes time. It's a process. So don't give up too early. The, um, you can try to write to agents, to publishers. I think I think self-publishing is the way to go. When you listen to, to us, when you really learn from people who have, business, have built a business around it, but it needs time. I think, I mean, a year. Give yourself a year, write a lot of books. Of course, you maybe you can do it quicker than me because you write more books. You, you can learn from the mistakes we made and all this. So patience, don't give up. Take it seriously. Take it, take it as a business, business mindset. And you can you can earn money with what doing what you love because that's also like a limiting belief. Huh? Oh, I love to write. Maybe I can't earn money with it. Well, Tom Hanks loves to act and is earning a lot of money with his acting, so you can too. So yeah, that would be two things. And learn, yeah, above all, learn from the from the best. Don't stop. Don't stop uh, educating yourself. I'm like I try to get everything on Amazon ads. That I can because every time I learn a little bit more. Keep on learning and tell us where you are in a year. That's amazing, Mark. Thank you so much for spending time with us. It's been an amazing presentation. I know everyone is absolutely loving it. And I can't wait to see what's coming from you over the next few months. Thanks, Jonathan. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you guys for listening to my interview with Mark. I hope you really, really enjoyed it. You can learn more about him at markbricklau.com. That's M-A-R-C. R-E-K-L-A-U.com. The link will be in the show notes. I know that sometimes I talk too fast and the spelling's hard to follow. This is part of our continuing authorship mini-series. Now, we're going to have more mini-series as part of the Servant Master podcast main feed. And it's really important to know that you guys are enjoying these interviews, that you want me to continue them because it's a lot of extra work on my behalf to put these together. But if you enjoy it, if it gives you value, if I get some thumbs up or if you can leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcast, that really helps to let us know that we're on the right path. And of course, as always, you can leave comments below the YouTube video or the blog post tied to this episode. And I can't wait to see what you guys have to say. Thank you so much, Mark, for being amazing on this episode. We'll see you again in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. 
All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you Tuesday. Ready to turn your book into a bestseller? Find out what other authors don't want you to know at servemaster.com slash secrets.